Happy holidays. Appreciate your patience this week, but we have got our weekly fantasy football hitter with Ricky Larson, Lucky Shots Media. Check out his stuff. He's working hard this week here for the Christmas special as we've got Christmas Day NFL football. Ricky, I know you and I are both pumped. First, I just want to start with just the generic state of football right now and the world COVID ripping through locker rooms, ripping through schedules. We had Tuesday night football. Who, who's going to survive? Who's going to hurt the most out of this? Joe Burrow says there's no nightlife in Cincinnati, so they're not getting COVID. Um, my goodness, I, I don't know what to think. Fantasy, we're getting crushed. We're picking up no names, trying to save our season as we're in the playoffs here. Uh, the NFL has been crazy. Yeah, uh, luckily, my, my uh, playoff roster has not been touched by COVID yet. Really? Wow. We're going to hopefully masking on up trend. in there, huh? Got to, you know, after last season in this same league where, you know, I started off real terrible, ripped off eight wins in a row to make the playoffs, went one and out. This year, the number two seed, one of the higher scoring teams. I cannot go one and done this year. So COVID, stay the hell away from me. Anyway, uh, you know, there's there is just a shitload of COVID cases uh you know and it pisses me off that they actually even rescheduled anything last week first off the broncos last year didn't even have a fucking quarterback we had to play a practice squad wide receiver yeah because they didn't want to reschedule our game beginning of this year they're like no we are not rescheduling games if you have an outbreak you will forfeit the game fucking get get to <laughs> last week oh we'll reschedule them no no big deal whatever it, Kiss my ass. That's all I got to say. Uh, I mean, it's tough because it's like, you know, and I understood it's like, hey, get vaccinated. And then, uh, you know, otherwise you're going to be punished. And then it turned out, oh, wait, this new variant, you know, you could still get it. Even Boston College basketball has a fully vaccinated team and they had to forfeit a game. And they're like, what the fuck? We're fully vaccinated. Like, what the hell are we supposed to do? So now, I mean, it is you know, you're holding your, you know, you you don't know what to do. Uh, it's a fluid situation. Uh, now you, you can't punish teams because it seems that even the teams that are abiding by the rules are getting hurt by this. But yeah, you said it. It's very confusing as a fan because if you're a Raiders fan, you're like, okay, yeah, we won. But it's like, why the hell did we move that? You know, we did it for the Browns. Um, uh, you know, so a lot of that going on, but even outside of that, just a lot of key players this week that are questionable. Yeah. And like, if they don't play, who's, who's going to be in their place, you know, cause it is fantasy playoffs. So you got to have a backup plan uh, at the quarterback position. You got Hertz, Jackson, Rogers, cousins, all of them are questionable. Which uh, backups do I not mind plugging into my lineup if I need to? Give me Tyler Huntley, top quarterback last week. Why not? Uh, If you had Lamar Jackson and you didn't pick up Huntley, you're looking pretty dumb right now. Go pick him up just in case. Uh, And then I wouldn't even mind starting Gardner Minshew if Hurts doesn't play. Like, why not? He's going up against the He's decent. So go ahead and do that. I would not like to pick up Jordan Love. No, thank you. <laughs> will not do that. And then I was looking at the depth chart for the uh, Vikings. Mannion or Mond? Ooh, I, I would like to see Kellen Mond, though. That'd be interesting. I'd like to see him play. Yeah. 
but uh sir you're not gonna get on my lineup sorry yes yes good call there uh, it's just not gonna happen there uh at the running back position you got Eckler who tested positive for COVID on Wednesday so that's yeah. that's a you're cutting it pretty damn close there. What do you think of Justin Jackson, who slid into a decent game this past time? I don't mind Justin Jackson. Uh, last year, he was he was a decent play every once in a while. Uh, it's just kind of hard in that backfield. Who's going to get the touches? You got Jackson, Kelly, Roundtree. I yeah. think Jackson will be, you know, kind of that main guy. And in a game against Houston – why not, you know, if if you do have Eckler, why not just roll Jackson out? It's the same game. Go ahead and see what happens. Uh, then you got Antonio Gibson, James Robinson, Josh Jacobs, Aaron Jones, Miles Sanders, Saquon Barkley, all those guys. Uh, so the guys that I wouldn't mind uh, plugging in if I needed to, obviously, uh, Devontae Booker. He's, yeah. he's done pretty decent the past few weeks. I would he's, argue he's better than Saquon. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> and you also have James Conner uh, questionable. Williams and Gordon for the Broncos questionable. Uh, Edmonds, you know, he's finally like healthy. So I wouldn't mind using him if you need to. Uh, but the biggest one, and he's probably rostered everywhere because he is a stud, the quad father, A.J. Dillon. Yes. If Aaron Jones doesn't play, you can play A.J. Dillon with the same amount of confidence, I think. So you're good there. And then how about uh, Jarrett Patterson? I was high on this kid uh, while he was at Buffalo, as in yeah. Buffalo College. Uh, got his first rushing touchdown last week, even with Gibson in. So uh, if Gibson doesn't play, I don't know. Why not? Hey, some good names there. I like that. Um, yeah, this is the week. I know it's the holidays. People are traveling. You got your family parties and whatnot, but you got to keep an eye on the fantasy news, right? You can't get caught with someone uh, being in your lineup who shouldn't be. All right, you ready for a fantasy horror story? You said, I thought I had a good team. I come in here. Uh, you know, I was thinking about starting Huntley. I went with Fields. Blah. I also had Cam Newton, so I missed out on points there. Basically, I went into Tuesday night football up, up 39, up 38 points. He had Cooper Cup and Van Jefferson. I lost by one. Oh, yeah. And I had the Packers defense who had minus one. Um, so fuck me. Fuck me. But I'm still alive in one. And I had Christian Kirk, who we talked about on your show. I started him. I started Hunter Henry. I'm thinking I'm the sharp king. Uh, and then of course I lose by one. So that's, yeah, uh, no, no lead is safe when you're going up against Cooper cup for sure. No. Uh, and how about the Packers? Had they just, you know, gotten one or two stops on Mark Andrews, they wouldn't have got that minus one fucking point, but they let Andrews get about 30 points in the first half. Like, right. come on, dear, dear God. Couldn't you brought stop. up uh Gordon, right? Josh Gordon. I've seen the headline Mahomes confident in Gordon. If Hill Kelsey out my question why really talk me into it uh who who's he gonna have to throw to if kelsey and uh hill aren't there get andy reed out there and run a button hook you got a you got a pringle you got hardman and then josh gordon that's going to be your receiving core uh and it's not like any of those guys are heavy target guys so he's gonna either choose one or choose all of them 
And I think it'll be a decent game for any of them. Josh Gordon, who knows? Maybe he pulls off a Deshaun Jackson and just, you know, gets a deep ball. And uh, who, who are the Chiefs playing this week? They're playing uh, – uh, I just had to pull I know, up. I Steelers. Steelers. Steelers, yeah. So, I mean, the Steelers, they've got a decent pass rush, but, you know, they can only cover so many people. So somebody's going to be open. Maybe it is Josh Gordon. Who knows where they're going to play him? I'd like to see him, you know, say in a slot type yeah. of role, but, uh, you know, Pringle and Hardman aren't necessarily big guys to play on the outside. So, yeah. There, there's a chance, you know, who is he going to throw the ball to? Because he, if he doesn't have those two guys that made up 26 of his targets last week, then that's a lot to go around. I'm thinking maybe – I'm just seeing – like I just remembering my – you know, people in my fantasy league picking up Josh Gordon, starting him, and then I see his longest catch this year is 11 yards. Um, again, there's a lot of targets around. He's 30 years old now. This guy, you know, I'm rooting for the guy, but he can't stay out of his own way. I'm honestly, you know, thinking about lack of weapons, what Steelers, you know, don't back a, you know, animal into a corner. Steelers need to win. That could be interesting, even though the Chiefs are the hottest team in football. And now they're the number one team uh, in the AFC. Uh, okay. We've mentioned a lot of names. One that I did not hear and probably on purpose, Le'Veon Bell signing. With the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he is he wanted to be a professional boxer two days ago. Now he's like, ah, you know what? Uh, maybe back to football. He didn't walk back on him holding out a couple of years ago, even though that cost him fourteen and a half million dollars. He still made you know thirty mil with the Jets because he totally robbed them uh, with a toy gun. But any what's going on with the Bucks backfield backfield now that Fournette is likely done? All right, so uh, the only question for me with anybody considering Le'Veon Bell, did you go spend money on him? Did you go spend a waiver priority on him when he went over to the Ravens? Because you're like, oh, there you go. He's going to say Did he, not. Yep. He's Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> They've got a guy that, you know, looking at people that I'd pick up off waivers, Rojo. Yeah. Let's look at, like, last season. When did he have – kind of those bigger games fantasy wise it was later in the season into the playoffs go pick them up i mean yeah. they're missing passing weapons so he's gonna have to get involved there he you know and if he's taking over for net spot that's you know a possibility at least of 20 to 25 points a game will he get that i don't think so but you know 15 you know because 25 is where i'd put the ceiling how close does he come to that ceiling is my question, but sure. that's, I would much rather, you know, spend time trying to get Rojo than Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, definitely. Uh, last thing here in terms of headlines, then we'll kind of get into some pick positions. Um, and then I want to, I read a fascinating thing where between Nganu and gone where the UFC contracts got involved and like, does Francis Ngannou want to become a free agent by potentially losing so he can get out of it? Um, we'll discuss that to wrap up here. Corbett's corner with Ricky Larson, lucky shots media, but mentioned cam. He actually had a decent game. Now Dar Matt rules a fool. Darnold's coming back to play, but Newton's starting. Huh? Uh, is that going to, if people had to start cam, should that scare you a little bit that he says Darnold's going to play? Uh, yeah, yeah, I would definitely try to pivot elsewhere. Uh, I didn't actually put down any quarterbacks 
uh, to stream or go yeah. after because you, you, uh, there's not really a whole lot right now you that you could trust. Scraps. And I, I feel like if you're already counting on Cam Newton, then you might as well just put a backup quarterback in anyway. I mean, sure, he had the top five week last week, but if you've been playing him, that was your one shining spot. Uh, uh, it's a mess. Sam Darnold, we thought, you know, beginning of the season, oh, my goodness, he's revived. Adam Gase is rushing. a yeah. joke. And, no, it just turns out Sam Darnold is really that bad. Uh, yeah, he's terrible. And it's a game against Tampa Bay. So, either either way, you know, if you're in the situation where you're starting Cam and Darnold has the chance to play, you just take your pick of which one of the two you think is going to get over five points. I'm looking at the waiver wire now for one of my leagues. You just – I'll rip off names. You just give okay. me a yes or no. Tua. Oh, yeah, 100%. If Tua – why is Tua still sitting on people's waiver wires is what I want to know. I've been – if, if anybody's listened to my show for the past like three, four weeks, I've been harping, go get Tua. Yep. Uh, wow. Yes. Tua, 100%. Baker. Uh, does that say he's going to be out? Maybe he plays? I don't know. Uh, I still wouldn't go Baker. Yeah. He's too banged up. Trevor Lawrence. No. No, 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 no. No, no stay away. Jimmy G. Yeah, I, I, would, I would actually go Jimmy G over that situation. He goes tonight. Uh, Big Ben. Ugh. Oh, God. No. Uh, how about your boy, Drew Locke? Uh, no way in hell. <laughs> Just because we're talking about Cam Newton and a possible split with Sam Darnold, sure. No. Sure. It's um, a game that's going to be close, possibly going to be quite a bit of throwing. And Drew Locke, he's got a strong arm, just not a strong brain. So maybe no. – maybe he goes out and makes some plays. I don't know. The last John Elway uh, quarterback jam was Drew Locke's the future in the second round. <laughs> um, okay, let's see here. So I was running through just looking at the best fantasy positions, and I think mostly they're obvious, right? Running back is JT, wide receivers, cup in a landslide, and tight end, you got Kelsey and Andrews uh, fighting for it. Do you know who the best quarterback is? Uh, overall for the season? Yes. Oh, shit. You, you caught me slipping here. Uh, Just a guess. No, I'm not trying to make you look like a fool. It was like anyway. Jalen Hurts. He's out there. It is Josh Allen, actually. Josh Allen still? At okay. the top. Uh, and then the last one, this was interesting because the Patriots were the best fantasy defense for basically the wire to wire. And I just saw there's a new king of the mountain. Any guesses of who it might be fantasy points wise? They either the Colts. Patriots or uh, Cowboys. Cowboys. Nice guess. Dallas Cowboys, Trevon Diggs with all the interceptions. Yeah, a lot of those uh, Parsons. Yeah. Been unbelievable. Okay, let's uh, pick some positions here. I've got quarterback, running back, receiver, and tight end. And then we'll talk about Nganu gone. Zach Wilson or Justin Fields? Mm, fuck. Yeah. Uh, Zach Wilson. Nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, Devin Singletary or Michael Carter? Give me some Michael Carter. I, I don't mind Michael Carter, to be honest. Uh, bad situation. Yeah. Good player. I, I think, you know, he's he'll do all right. How about my boy, Russell Gage? He's almost, I mean, the Falcon season's over, but he has saved the Falcon season. Ridley leaves us. 
the Falcons won the Julio Jones trade. I want to just reiterate, by the way, for all the people that thought we were fools. Uh, Russell Gage or Hunter Renfro? Oh, I can't go against Hunter Renfro. Uh, a lot of targets there. Yeah. He's and with Darren Waller's absence, maybe absence. Yeah, I love Hunter Renfro, and he's actually gotten me quite a few fantasy points in a consolation bracket these past couple of weeks. So I need Waller back. I mean, I'm sorry. I know you're injured. I do. I want you back, Darren. Um, what are you? We didn't talk about again. Lucky Shots Media, Ricky Larson. Check out our Lucky Bets podcast this week. We didn't talk about this game. Falcons against the Lions, six points. I think the Falcons, they need to, like, I think they're going to, this is the last game they're going to win because then they go at Buffalo and then they host the Saints and we beat the Saints. I think we're going to lose this time around. I think seven and 10 uh, is going to be the season, but are they on upset alert here against Detroit coming off the blowout win against the Cardinals? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm on the Falcons. I think the Falcons are going to go out and take it. I think it's going to be a good bounce back game for Cordero Patterson. Yeah. Going to be a good game for uh, Kyle Pitts, who your boys in the uh, pro bowl. Good for him. Uh, But on the other side, a guy that I had sitting on my bench last week that I'm teetering on playing this week for the uh, lions. Let me guess. I'm going to Brown. Yeah. Uh, what the what the hell's going on? There? He's a rookie too. I, she, yeah. He looks sharp. He's making uh, Jared Goff look good. Yeah. So I, I think the Falcons are still all right, but some interesting fantasy plays throughout that game. Uh, yeah. Even though it's you know kind of a garbage time game. Totally total garbage. I'll be locked into it too. Um, <laughs> lastly, tight end. Let's go to the top of the food chain. Mark Andrews or Gronk? Ooh. Okay, because I because I asked you uh, Kelsey and Andrews now yeah. Andrews and Gronk. You know I'll be different, uh, and I won't go Andrews. I'll go with Gronk this week. Uh, we've talked about it decently extensively that uh, mm-hmm. all of the injuries around uh, the Buccaneers locker room on their receiving core. I think it's a uh, Buccaneers revert back to a little bit of Patriots and a lot of. Brady to Gronk, Brady to Gronk, Brady yep. to Gronk. Oh, Brady threw to somebody else. What the hell? Oh, Brady <laughs> to Gronk, Brady to Gronk, Brady to Gronk. So, I, yeah. I think that's what this week will kind of look like. No, I agree. I think they're going to lock up the NFC South crown, that absolute garbage of a division. Um, and I think it's going to be through Gronk. Okay, so this was fascinating. So I'm looking forward to this. My God, Francis Ngannou, Cyril gone. Um, going to be incredible. And Ngannou made Stipe Miocic look like my dad. Um, and gone just so technical. I mean, look what Derek Lewis just did this past weekend, right? I thought Lewis was a little bit washed, but that dude's got knockout power and gone just took him apart. Um, but I read an interesting article where it's like, and I just want to kind of ask the question and get your thoughts on what's the state of the UFC. Cause we love it, but we know that there's the dirty underbelly of they make all this money. They're a publicly traded company and the fighters only see 18%. Uh, you know, hey, a 50k performance bonus, great. As Dana White's getting, you know, the president's suite at every single city he's in. Um, so I read that Francis Ngannou, it with UFC champions, whenever you keep on winning, you are automatically locked into another contract. So think about Habib's league coming up now, where he's signing fighters, he's paying all these guys that he likes to come uh, fight for him. Jake Paul is honestly like 
threatening Dana White. He is dragging Dana White, paying fighters loads of money. I think that fight was rigged against Woodley. I think it was a total knockout for money, but hey, it's a spectacle. It's like the new professional wrestling, except we're doing boxing. Um, any, wa- any water to that level there on the story of would Ngannou possibly lose to Gan and try and go fight elsewhere for bigger money? Uh, here, here's the thing about if a fighter actually respects themselves, they're not yeah. going to go out and take a dive. Right. Uh, and I don't expect Ngannou would. And let's be honest, think of any company ever, and I'm not going to get into the specifics of my job, but a lot of, a lot of jobs, you get paid dirt compared to the higher ups, sure. regardless of how important you are to the job. So you're just going to have to get over it. You're going to go anywhere else. And, you know, are you going to go to a different promotion that makes less money than the UFC and possibly make the same amount? Yeah. And not be as public of a figure. I mean, no. So it, it's kind of a shitty thing, but I, I don't see Ngannou going and taking a dive at all. Yeah. Uh, I, I think he's got more self-respect than that, but you know, it, maybe. Well, what uh, was, uh, I think the example they brought up was Cyborg didn't take a rematch against Nunez or something like that. Um, again, I don't really have all the details, but probably because Cyborg is scared because she's been right. exposed since going to the UFC. So, yeah, correct. How about, you know, I'm looking back on that fight, which was hazy because I was in Cincinnati, you know, after a few adult beverages. But I remember just thinking when they squared up in the middle of the round, like, you know, Nunez just looked like she like lost some weight. Like she looked thin. Um, I don't know what happened there. Was there not preparation enough for that fight? But I don't know. It's just it, it's been crazy. And of course, well, like what's her comeback going to be? She she's the champion in two divisions, or was right. a champion in two right. divisions. She's the champion of the heavier of the divisions that she didn't fight in against. Uh, uh, dear Lord, Pena. Yeah. So she may have looked smaller because she did have to drop weight to make right. that weight. So, I mean, weight cuts, you know, they're not very good on fighters sometimes. And yeah. that there's a lot of factors that probably went into Nunez not performing as well. And she also hadn't defended that belt in quite a while. Right. And down at that weight for a while. So that that's probably why she looked a little smaller. Uh, some of these fighters sometimes. Just don't cut the weight. It's not worth it. Uh, Let's, yeah, sorry. Let's get you out of here. Ricky Larson, Lucky Shots Media. Do you have a pick for Gan and Ganu by chance? Is that's coming up uh, to kick off 2022 in a big way? Well, it's completely even on odds. So that's fun to see. Uh, Ganu, five straight knockouts. Mia Chich, Rosenstrike, Blades, Velasquez, and Dos Dos Santos. So those two are like, eh. Gone uh, on the other side, <clears throat> he's won six straight, uh, two knockouts, Derek Lewis, Dos Santos. Uh, familiar opponent in Rosenstrike, but he went the distance with the Rosenstrike. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I am going to pick Nganu. The guy's just an absolute fucking freak. Uh, and five straight knockouts, like, damn, just just keep setting up pins, and he'll knock him out. So I'm going to go Nganu there. Uh, and... and Fucking why why the hell 
that we have Greg Hardy sitting on this card. No, my God. I saw that and I about threw up. I'm like, why the hell? Why does the UFC continually let him go in and just make a fool of himself? And he's a favorite. Oh, my God. I'm going to Alexi Olenek. I'm going to fucking well, hammer him. Old. Yeah. Alexi Olenek's old. I mean. Party stinks. Yeah. Um, One other fight on that card, though, I'm pretty excited for. Uh, one of the lower fights. Trevin Giles. I really like that. Yes, guy. yes. Uh, he is. A pretty good fighter. He had one three in a row, and then he lost his last one uh, to Duplessis. I think that's how you say his last name, who's a fucking stud. Uh, so no no shame in losing that fight. And he's going up against a guy <clears throat> making his UFC debut coming off of Dana White's Contender Series. So mm-hmm. any, I expect fireworks out of this fight, honestly. I mean, right. Giles is fun to watch. A guy making his UFC debut coming in, going to try to make an impression, especially coming off Dana White's contender series where you have to make an impression to try to get that contract. So, right. I, I think this is, that'll be one of the more exciting fights for me, at least uh, throughout the night. Is this uh, one of Habib's relatives, Saeed Nur, uh, Nurmagomedov against Cody Stammen? Uh, Maybe, you not. know, I, I always, it's a slippery slope because anytime I see a, russian type of name i'm like oh are they yeah are they, hey, you know <laughs> so i have no idea to be honest Interesting. Uh, well we still got some time here for ufc hope you enjoy the holidays i've got porter whining at me so that must be our cue uh ricky larson i saw on social media your brother's crushing wrestling right now how about give him a little shout out from wyoming yeah, he's uh he's doing pretty good you know freshman year so he's still got some hiccups uh you know, and it's actually pretty cool. Uh, the high school that I used to go to, they've got a booster club now that puts the matches up on Facebook. So I can actually watch those. And if I can't make it, uh, just had a big like dual tournament this past week. I think he won two, lost three. So growing pains, but Dang. the duels he went to, it was a lot of the top schools from the other side of the state right. that you're going to see at that state tournament. So, uh, went out and performed really well only lost by a couple points against a kid from Powell, who I assume is one of the better uh, people at that weight class. So, and he's wrestling up a weight. So, I mean, he's, he's getting a lot of learning experience and doing pretty well with it. So good stuff. All right. Well, go enjoy the holidays with him. I'm going to hit the road to Chicago as well. Ricky, appreciate the time as always. We'll talk to you next week. See ya.